Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. A beautiful afternoon here in Franjuk. It's just some few minutes past 12. I want to welcome everyone this afternoon connecting with us. We want to believe God this afternoon to see how we can begin to finalize this marathon teaching that we've been looking into for the past three days now. Heaven has been very good to us in showing us uh, our spiritual nuggets. Thank you so much, uh, Brother Steve, uh, Brother Mervyn. Thank you guys for connecting this afternoon. We want to believe God somehow that we'll be able to begin to round up this uh, uh, teaching. What a, what a message, what a word, what a declaration, what an unveiling of God's heart and, and God's mind to us in this hour. I'm so grateful, you know, to God to the fact that he was able to reveal the magnitude of, of his of his dabao, of his speaking to us in this season in time, that we are not found in a state where we are confused. God's word is giving us direction, insight, foresight, understanding. It's giving us mobility, capacity, resource to advance and to be well positioned. I mean, it's a thing of joy. Uh, if, if we have the treasure of the word, we've got everything. And so I'm excited once again this uh, uh, um, afternoon to bring the word of God you know, across to us in such a way that will bring clarity and, and, and precision in our movement right, towards uh, the place that heaven has ordained for us. Uh, like I said, I want to believe the Lord that this afternoon we, we should be able to <laughs> round up you know, this, 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 this teaching. But if the Lord, you know, says, well, it's not in, it's, we, we have not done enough justice, then we'll have to continue. But I'm hoping that we'll be able to conclude because some of the points that I'll be highlighting are concluding points. So let's see how the Spirit of the Lord, amen, will lead us and take us this uh, uh, afternoon. I just hope and pray that people will stop sending me messages. They must realize that I'm, I'm online so uh, they don't get me distracted. But I can understand Many of us, all right, a lot of people out there are, are just getting excited because we've been able to steer things in the spirit. And I'm glad that, you know, people are responding and are connecting, but they should just allow me for, you know, for now so they don't get me distracted. All right, we're going to go straight into the word of God. Let's pray. Father, we once again thank you for your intentions and counsel that is being revealed in such a way that is bringing clarity and understanding to us. We bless you, Father, that your spirit once again is taking us further. We are having a clearer and a better view of what you are showing us. Our understanding is becoming even more sharper, more aligned to your prophetic intention for this brand new day. So we give you thanks and praise. Lord, even as we once again come and look further into what your spirit is saying, as we glean upon that which you have prepared, as we partake of your table, Father, we pray once again that this afternoon that we will be enriched, we will be nourished, we will be, we will be empowered by your spirit, O oh God. Now, once again, you will, you will, you will clothe us, yes, in the, in the revelation of that which is required for this new day. That we may advance in the light of the, the, the prepared mindset and mentality. We bless you. We glorify your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 
quickly before uh, we, we go further, let me just lay this emphasis again. One of the things that has become clear, all right, in, in the speakings of God for this season is that the Lord demands that we have, amen, a new, a new sense of, you know, garments. We've got to wear a new garment. And of course, that, that represents, amen, the quality of our, of our spirituality. Not just a state of righteousness. Yes, we, we need to have a standing with God. But now we are looking at, amen, a garment that allow us to be invited into the next spiritual emphasis of God for our life. All right? Every, every season of our life requires and demand, amen, a new uniform, if you will. A new uh, 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 garment of, of representation. All right. Now we are we we are being prepared. We are being you know uh, 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 you know we are being summoned. We are being we are being you know you know demanded to come before to to come before God and also to represent Amen God and His kingdom Amen to the kings of the earth. And therefore, the kind of uh, 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 mindset, belief system, the kind of understanding, the kind of you know wisdom, the kind of uh, uh, if you will knowledge that we that we that we that we carry must be able amen to represent and reflect amen what god wants to see manifest in the earth it's important that we 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 highlight that now one of the things that we have said in the past uh, three days is that this is a day where god is restoring all things we read a scripture it says this jesus shall be withheld shall be retained in heaven shall be kept back until the day until the season the period amen of the restoration of all things all right so where we are in a day where we're seeing amen the lord being restored all right we're seeing we're seeing a time where we're in a day where we're seeing amen all things being restored back amen to their rightful place what that means is when we begin to have a company of people in the earth that are tracking the prophetic timings of god that are tracking amen the demand of god for the season that are following amen that which the spirit of god i mean here are these three well we don't know if they are three but here here are these you know are wise men they were so they were so they were so connected in the spirit that they traveled this all they did was to see a star and they, they followed that star amen to the very point of where jesus amen was born and I find that very interesting because those are kind of capacity and spiritual insight or if you will foresight that we need to be able to amen, journey accurately and precisely to the place amen, where God is birthing his purpose all right, in this brand new day. There is a, there is a place where God amen, has, be, has begun to set up if you will his tent. Amen. The things that God wants to do that he's doing in the earth today amen, have, been, have been established in certain locations all right and we must be able to journey out remember we're dealing with transition amen and transgenerational shift so we have to like 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 this guy amen they were able to shift they were able to move they were able earlier to make their journey they were able to make their journey hallelujah from their comfort zone if you will amen to a place amen that the lord amen is pointing to to a place that the star amen of the lord led them to and this is very vital if we are going to connect if we're going to locate if we're going to enter if you will into the next dimension amen of the speakings of god of the of the of the move of god of the counsel of god we must be able to 
pick. We must be able to track. We must be able to locate, amen, the broadcast of heaven. We must be able to see. I mean, imagine the billions of stars. Alright, that are ahead of us, that are above us. Yet this guy, when they saw this star, when they saw this particular star, they knew uh, uh, a king has been born today in Bethlehem. They understood that this is not just an ordinary star. The ability to read the times, the ability to look at things, amen, and pick the heart of God, and pick the mind of God, the ability to see things, and, and be able to say, this is that that has been prophesied by Prophet Joel. The ability to read and, you know, and handwriting on the wall, and give a precise, accurate interpretation. That's what I'm talking about. It's so important that we don't look at things on a face value because if we do, we will conclude based on, amen, the world system is concluding. No, we are people who God, amen, has given prophetic sight that when we see things in the natural, we can have a clear, amen, understanding, of, amen, of their real interpretation. Now, when we look at conditions in the earth, we can we can give clear interpretation of what, amen, is going on. What, this, these are some of the things that the Lord said to us, all right, that that one of the things he is doing in this day, amen, is correcting our perspective because our perspective will define and demand, amen, will, will, will ultimately define and demand how we engage. The kind of perspective we have, all right, will, will define and determine how we engage. So if our perspectives are not corrected, amen, we are going to look at things and we are going to conclude based on our neighbor is concluding, based on what the government is saying, based on what, you know, the religious system is saying, based on what, you know, the people are saying if we don't allow god amen to fine-tune to re to you know to correct amen to adjust if you will if we don't allow god to bring us amen to the pool of salome where our our sight amen is being washed and recalibrated if we don't allow the lord amen to blind us so that they can bring us to sight i'm telling you i'm telling us we are going to remain in the same spot in the same situation where everybody have found themselves and we will start complaining we will start living in fear we will start living in doubt we will start you know walking in God knows what, but guess what? The Lord said, I'm bringing you to a place where I want to give you sight for the journey. Wanna give you sight for the journey, and it is that sight that allow Abraham. Listen, the Bible says in, in, in Genesis 12, Abraham, leave your father's house. Leave you, I mean, your father's house represents your position of identity, your position of, 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 of provision. It represents your position, amen, of security. Your father's house represents your position, amen, of, 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 of sustenance. Your father's house is all you've ever known. And here's God wanting to do a new thing. Remember, we're saying God wants to do a new thing. But for God to do a new thing, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna send us, hallelujah, on a journey. We have to learn, amen, to transit with God. And we need, we need sight to be able to transit. Leave your father's house. In contrast, Rachel wanted to leave her father's house. In fact, she began to leave the father's house, but she took something along. She took the accost. She took something, amen, that, that represents a father. When God says, leave your father, he didn't say, take your father along. <laughs> you didn't hear me. When God says, leave your father's house, he didn't say, take your father along. 
Because there are things, yes, there are good things that your father have done for, for you. Amen. But he, God wants to start amen, a new generation with your life. <laughs> God wants to start amen, a new life. God wants to begin something afresh amen, with your life. You, you are the portal of a new generation. Hallelujah. Yeah, they, they say his name shall be called Zechariah. They said not so. His name will be John. He is the beginning. Is the is the potter, hallelujah, of a new day, of a new thing. You need to understand, hallelujah, that when God, you know, touch you, when God patch on you, when God call you, there's something new, something fresh he wants to do, amen, with your life. But you need sight to see that. You need understanding. You need revelation. You need the spirit of God, amen, to fall upon you, for, for you to respond. And this is the reason why the king, amen, seemed to be warring with us. He's not warring with us per se. He's warring with the resistance in our life. He's warring with those challenges, those things that want to keep us bound. Those chains, hallelujah, that has kept us bound, that has kept us back, amen. You know, those ideologies and beliefs and philosophy that wants us to remain where we were born. You may not have been born here, but there's a place God wants to take you to. Like I always say to people, I love my country. I'm a Nigerian. I, I, I love my country as a Nigerian, but guess what? That's just a place of birth for me. I'm not bound, amen, to the ideologies, to the beliefs, to the philosophy, to the limitation, to the identity, hallelujah, of a Nigeria. I'm a global citizen. I'm a kingdom citizen. Everywhere I go, hallelujah, I bring God there. Hallelujah. My life is not limited to where I'm coming from. Now, that's a big one for us. Particularly in a day where, you know, we are faced with stereotype. In a day where people lock us to certain things. You're a woman, therefore you cannot go beyond this level. And you come from this part of the world, therefore you cannot have this thing. And we believe it. Alright? Because I was born in this particular place, I must belong to this group. I must stay in this church. I must remain in this level. We have placed invisible limitation upon our life. We want to transit, but we cannot transit. We want to go but something is holding us back. And when we finally decide all right, that we're going to go, then we still think. We still think that we know have brought a curse. We still think that we know, hallelujah, have brought issues and judgment, amen, to our father's house. And that is the same very thing that God is delivering us from. You know, certain things, you know, certain things we cannot be delivered from them. They have to take us out of them. Have you noticed that certain miracle that Jesus performed, he had to take the people outside. He took them from the gate. There was a man. The Bible says he took him from his village. He took him to another village to go pray for him. You know, I've always asked myself, Jesus, what principle are you teaching here? He took him outside the gate. He took him outside the camp. And then he said to him, don't return back. <laughs> don't return back. Now, I hope you understand I'm speaking metaphorically. I'm not just telling us some, you know, that we should fight our, you know, homes, family. That's not, God forbid, I won't tell you such a, such a thing. But I'm, I'm, I'm connecting to something, amen, that, that, is more, that is more spiritual, that is authentic. Something we've got to identify. Something we've got to locate. You know, these are blind spots that we have to, we have to identify them. Where you're coming from. What defines your life. Who defines you. 
who who shaped your life what environment hallelujah produced you what's the limitation of the people around like i said some time ago every environment have their own sense of you know limitation every environment have their own you know sense of identity the people in America, there's a particular way they behave. Even in America, you still have groups. All right? The people in India, there's a way they behave. There's a, the people, amen, from, from China, there's a way they behave. The people, amen, from Africa, there's a way we behave. There's a way we're sitting. We all have our own worldview, our own environmental, you know, our, our prejudice. No wonder they say, when God wants to do things in our life, he takes us out of our environment and, and he takes us out of our religion and then he brings us into the kingdom. The kingdom is the beginning of our journey into the things of God. It's important that we understand this principle. So God is restoring himself and in the restoration of himself, amen, is captured from the restoration of all things. The Bible says this Jesus shall be withheld in heaven until the restoration. What does that mean? The restoration of all things. Until everything gets to realign back to their original intended prophetic purpose in God. <laughs> God only moves, amen, when things are aligning back to his prophetic intention. So you say, Isaiah, what are you saying? I'm saying where we are right now, what is going on today in the earth, hallelujah, is that the, pro the prophetic program of God is advancing. There is a restoration back to the original intentions of God in the earth. All that is happening right now are based on our, our detour, our moving away, our shifting, hallelujah, our derailing from God's intended purpose. So he's shaking the heavens and the earth to align us back, to bring us back to accuracy, to bring us back to that order, to that you know, principle, to that value standard, amen, that will allow his son, amen, to be restored. Because listen to this, listen to this. All that is happening in the earth is for one reason, for the restoration of Jesus, for the returning of Jesus. And I'm not talking about rapture. I'm talking about Christ coming back to take his place. I'm talking about, hallelujah, Christ coming back, amen, to have his, 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 his dominion over, over the earth, over everything, hallelujah. Listen, that's why I keep saying, the future is not the Antichrist. The future, hallelujah, is not Brussels. The future is not the AU. It's not the EU. The future, hallelujah, is not America. The future is Christ. The future is not China, hallelujah. The future is not man-made economy. The future, hallelujah, is kingdom economy. So you don't need to be afraid. If there is a company of people on earth that should be rejoicing right now, it's us. It's us. Because what is happening in the earth is for our advantage. It's for our advantage. All things work together for the good of them. Are you saying including all that is going on right now? Yes. All things are working together for the good of them who love the Lord. Do you love God? If you love the Lord, go to, go to sleep, go to rest. But if you don't love the Lord, be afraid. 
Because there are things that will shake you. There are things that will shake your world. They're already shaking our world, shaking our heavens. There are things shaking earlier, our earth. There are things shaking the sea. There are things shaking the things that we held on, held on to. We believe, yes, they will shake those things. But guess what? If you love God, let the shaking continue till next year. We will be standing. The Lord will be providing for us. The Lord will be sustaining us. The Lord will continue to be our protector. Why? Because we love him. If we love him, we dwell in the secret place of the Most High. We abide perpetually under the shadow of the Almighty. Corona or no Corona, we are abiding. We don't do things outside amen, his values, outside his principle. Are you, get, are you getting, are you getting the, the concept here? Our perspectives, perspectives have been adjusted. Our sight is being adjusted. We're no longer seeing things blurry. We're no longer seeing things, amen, like men, like, like, you know, like trees, like men walking like trees. No, we're seeing things with clarity. They are, they are washing, hallelujah, our, 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 our spectacle. They are cleaning it, hallelujah. It's becoming more, more, more clearer. We're seeing things, amen. The, the day of the Lord has dawned upon us, hallelujah. The daybreak has come, amen. We're no longer groping in darkness. We're not like men groping in darkness who, can, who cannot see, who have no sight. No, he said, arise and shine for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. This is the day of the saints. It's a sacred day. And so, in this understanding, we rest, we rejoice. But we'll continue to proclaim and declare. So that for those who do not understand what God is doing, we can, we can direct them, we can show them, we can, we, can, we can point them, hallelujah, to the ways of God. God is moving in the earth. I'm just giving you a kind of a, a, a you know a roundup of some of the things that we've, we we talked about before. So th this is a day of restoration. Heaven has brought us to a new height, amen, in our spiritual engagement. You see, their state, amen, of 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 valley is our position, amen, of height in the spirit. Have you noticed when when the judgment of God hit the generation of Noah? As people were drowning, amen, in the, in the ocean of confusion and fear and doubt and all of that, amen, a people, a, a people were shut into the ark of God. A people were immune. A people were safe. Hallelujah. Why? Because they have built a system. They have built a system called the ark of God. You see, the ark of God is a spiritual system. It's a place of divine refuge. Is a place that is going to lead us to the next point. Hallelujah. The ark, amen, is, is, is the vehicle. Shayanda. The ark is the vehicle of transition into the next position. Hallelujah. In God's counsel. The ark, hallelujah, is a vehicle of transition into the next position in God's prophetic calendar. Shayanda. I just speak that in my spirit. The ark is the vehicle of our transition. While the ark was moving, we, we, found, we find security. We find provision. Why? Because we listened to God. <laughs> because we listened to God. Because we responded. Let me show you the scripture again. Oh, hallelujah.
Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews chapter, <clears throat> chapter 11, by, uh, verse 7. By faith, Noah, when warned about the things not yet not yet seen, by faith, Noah, when warned about the things, he was warned. I want you to note that word. You see, the prophetic is there to warn us. Is there to caution us. Is there to prepare us for the impending judgment, for that which is coming. The Bible says, by faith. Have you noticed how, how, how Enoch connects to this dimension? It was true faith. So without faith, you can't, even, you can't even begin to walk or connect to the spirit of the prophetic. Because the prophetic, amen, gives you insight or sight into the, the dealings of God, the demands of God. But without faith, amen, you, can, you, you, you have no mobility. Without faith, you have no ability and capacity, amen, to step into what you are seeing. <laughs> are, are you seeing this? You need faith to step into your prophetic destiny. You need faith to step into obedience. You need faith to step into God's instruction for your life. You need faith, hallelujah, to take your family out of the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of the judgment of God. You need faith, hallelujah, to begin to build and craft a dimension of a life that will secure your own in the days of disaster, in the days of the plague, in the days, hallelujah, of corona. You need faith. By faith, Noah, by faith, when Noah was warned, was cautioned. Of the things yet not seen. Of the things yet not seen. What a dimension of a life. That's why I, I, I'm saying to people, if you are if you are if you are if you are confused and you're you know you're struggling in this brand new day, then I'm gonna tell you what have you been doing with your with your life in, you know for the past 10, 10, 15 years? What have you been hearing? All right, a lot of pastors today are confused, their members are confused. Why are they confused? Because those men have not been tracking God. They've not been tracking God. To me, I was I rejoiced to see this day. 20 years ago, the Lord set my heart on a journey and start preparing me. 20 years ago, we're preparing for this. We're preparing for this. Wake up 3 a.m. in the night praying, engaging things that we have not yet seen. Sometimes it brings issue in my home, my family. Oh, why are you disturbing? Why we want to sleep? No, you engage, you engage because you, you are worrying over things that you have not seen. People like people look at you, they say this guy is crazy. Because we build our life on what we can see. Uh -uh. If you're living in the dimension that we're talking about, hallelujah, you will be traveling light, you'll be traveling in the spirit, you will be doing things. People will wonder, but we don't see any rain. They say, Where is the rain coming from? Then in the days of Noah, there was nothing like rain. People have never, people have never seen rain before. <laughs> Haven't you seen this? Is what they're saying. We have never seen this kind of an attack. This corona, you know, this is worse than the things we faced in the Second World War. They said the, the economic impact of this corona is is far worse amen, than the impact that the Second World War brought to the world. Why were they not ready? Because they were not singing. The kings of the earth are blind. And the church that joins the king of the earth to eat on the, on the table, amen, of Jezebel, amen, have also received what? Blindness. Yes, they've been baptized with stupor. They can't see. 
They cannot see. There should not be a day where we're running here and there, you know, with like headless chicken. We don't know what to do. We should know what to do. Why? Because the Lord has been pricking our... And if you've been, if you have been connecting with God, if you have had relationship with God, the Lord would have told you something is coming. <laughs> I mean, if animals, if animals could pick when disaster is coming, <laughs> animals can pick it. They can pick from afar. It's going to rain. The storm is coming. Avalanche is coming. God build a system, even in animal. The animals they have prophetic sense. Prof before it happens, they know. Oh, shala baba he kalaba. The animal kingdom they have their own defense system. How can we find ourselves in the, in the day of gullibility? What what happened to us? What happened to humans? That our life is an expression of accident. The Bible says we're tossed through and fro, hit here and there. You go to that church, they hit you. Take your money. You go to that one, they hit you. The man collects your money. Another prophet is coming. Take your money. You go there. They take your take your job. Take, every, everywhere we go is we is like we are we are the very expression of accident. We have no sense of picking the signal of the spirit. What's going on? What's the Lord saying? When I'm sleeping and I, I pick a signal in my spirit, I get up. Both spiritually and physically. No matter how tired I am, if I feel a nudge in my spirit, I get up. I open the door of my house. I walk around. Who goes there? Who goes there? Nothing bypass my environment without me it in the spirit who goes there <laughs> including when this naughty guys wants to step into my neighbor's house i go there and say hey you if you you <laughs> you sit there in the peak race why because the spirit of the lord hallelujah always commune with you don't you understand that even when you're when you're sleeping amen your spirit is speaking Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, when you are sleeping, your spirit is communing. Your spirit, hallelujah, is having a conversation with God. Don't sleep the sleep of death. How can we be in a day where believers, Christians are buffeted? We are captured. We are in prison. We ought to be the expression of freedom in the earth. The scripture said in the book of Art, they knew when the famine was coming. They, they were preparing, hallelujah. They were preparing for the famine. Let it come. We're ready. But we live in a day where, oh, me, we have been baptized with blindness. God help us. How can we be at the mercy, hallelujah, of the world system? We should be the one at the forefront, giving, giving direction, hallelujah, to government. This is what we should do. That's what we should do. And if they are challenging, why would you say such a thing? They can look at us and see reference. You see, when you see reference, you cannot but to comply. <laughs> you comply because you can see. I mean, if I'm telling you of the things that I have done and you're seeing the evidence, won't you comply? It will be foolishness for you not to, not to comply. Okay, okay. You, you follow. 
Come on, the day has come and the time is now where God is raising a new order of craftsmen, hallelujah, that will begin to direct cities and nations and give clarity, hallelujah, to how governance and leadership are to, be, are to function in the earth. We are the administrators of heaven. We will dispense the things of God, the wisdom of God. The Bible says, amen, as Joseph taught, amen, the senators of Egypt wisdom. We ought to be rising up this day and start teaching the senators. Many of these our ministers who have no sense of what they are talking about. We ought to be telling them what to do with evidential realities around us. We ought to build system in the earth that will allow us, amen, to move into a place that will become, amen, the desire of the nations. <laughs> God is raising a church that, that will become the desire of the nation. Even if you hate them, you cannot but, amen, to reference them. Look at them. In that day, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted above all mountains. Let's, let, let's not kid ourselves. There are mountains rising themselves. There are mountains, hallelujah, also raising up in this last day. But the mountain of the Lord's house, the Bible says, shall be exalted above and be established above all other mountains and men shall say let us go up they will stream up to the mountain of the temple of the house of the god of jacob is the same jacob i'm talking about that rachel amen was almost compromising the same jacob we are we're in a transition but in this transition, the law says every idol must be left behind. <laughs> every idol, amen, must be left behind. Rachel, please tell Rachel she will not advance to the things of God. And if she decides to go with an idol, she will be shut. A womb will be shut. A womb will be shut. She will not be productive. It's called barrenness. It's called lack of productivity. This is the reason why many people today in the, in the church and of course across the nation, amen, are in a state where things are no longer working. Well, because they have taken up the across thing. It can say when I saw the Babylonish garment, <laughs> when I saw the Babylonish garment, he said, I, I coveted it, I took it and I hid it. I buried it in my tent. He brought a curse to the entire movement of his household. Are you getting this, friends? It's important that we understand. We contextualize where we are. God has brought, amen, the world and the church to, to the end of a season, of a journey. A new day has dawned. And they said the pattern of moving into the next thing as we pray for mercy and God have mercy on us. As they say, okay, you can journey. But they say, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, before you start running, there are things that must not be found in the camp. There are things that must not be found in your caravan. There are things that you cannot journey with. There are ideas, belief system, wrong you know, philosophy. There are wrong cultures that will not be allowed to go on with the Lord in this new day. Or else you will die in the journey. Achan died in the journey. In the transition, he died because of covetousness. 
and you will agree with me <laughs> that if there's any anything that defines covetousness is the present day church we've built large only to prove a point we've done all kinds of crazy things all because we are suffering insecurity we've acquired you know all kinds of title you see one person he's is his doctor his canon he's he's the most reverend he he he's i mean you wonder what's wrong with you the guy is suffering from insecurity you, you, you see the man he's got five five six cars in his garage you ask yourself you're a man of god what what are you doing with seven cars in your garage? what are you doing with you know you know t t 20 bedroom apartment what are you doing with that what would you want to do with an aircraft say, well 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 you see in my meeting <laughs> is it is it is it because from if i if i need to fly from canada uh you know i have to meet up with the with the the, the, the next the next meeting in uh in, you know in new york and then uh, excuse me is there not something called scheduling are you not supposed to schedule if 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 and listen to this i don't have an issue with men of god having aircraft if it is used for mission I'm not talking about your mission. I'm talking about real mission. The kind of mission that you see you see those guys called the gift of the giver. God help the church. Aye. The gift of the giver they finish the church. You think if I was if if I were, if I was an unbeliever, you think I you think I want to join this kind of a church? No, I'd rather go to that God of the gift of the giver because that guy is more righteous than many of us in the church. Now, if that guy tomorrow, if somebody gives him, you know, three airplanes, three, three aircraft, I will say, go ahead. Because the guy is doing the work you and I are supposed to be doing. I want to ask you a question. Where is the church in all of this corona thing? Beyond giving food parcels, do you see what those guys are doing? God help the church! We, we dead! We are dead. We, with all the picture, with all the money, with all the things... We can't do half of, there is nowhere on planet earth that there is disaster. You find those guys, there's the gift of the giver. And the guy said, no, you know, God spoke to him. He's a Muslim. God spoke to him that this is what he needs to be doing. Now you tell me the government are not going to support him. You tell me that guy is not going to be a voice. <laughs> you lie. <laughs> He's already a voice. <laughs> the, the, we, we, we preach apostolic. We have apostolic conference. We have reformation conference. That conference. We have no capacity to turn amen, our revelation into tools. 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 We cannot fashion those things in the fire and bring out, amen, you know, weapons and bring out, amen, things that we can use to advance the things of God. It's a shame on the church. It's a shame on those of us who call ourselves apostles, prophets. We go about with men in blacks, with all kinds of, we it's a shame that we claim we're boasting. I hear one man of God say, I've got to, I've got to aircraft. <laughs> I say, look at you. That's an expression of poverty because you don't even know. That's what in my place they say, money, money misrule. Money is money in my place. Money has missed amen, is, 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 is location. You're the wrong person to touch that kind of money. We've got to understand what God is doing. As the Lord is bringing us out of something, we're, we're being brought out of our old belief 
system, our father's house, whatever you inherited in your father's house, that is not aligned to amen, the, 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 the heart of the father. You see, your father and the father are two different things, are two different order, are two different entities. Thank God for the ministry of the fathers. Thank God for the ministry of the fathers who truly understand what it means to be a father. You see, a father will discipline you. A father will show you through his lifestyle. A father, will, a father has nothing to hide. He'll say, come and see. A father is not, is not, is not struggling and trying to you know, uh, prove a point. He's not trying to you know, show you that he's, he's a father because he's got 10, 10 men's this car and he's got 5 BMW all right? and he's built this big, this big church all right? and they're trying to build another bigger one. You see, it is not the size of the church that defines and determines, hallelujah, that you're a father in the land or in the city. Come on. It is the size of your heart, your heart, your heart, your heart. Your heart is the pathway. Your heart is where eternity dwells. Your heart is where the spirit of God is. The beauty is never in the face. It's in the heart. You marry the face. You marry trouble. Are you getting friends? We have to get our priorities right. One of the things that the Lord is saying to me so clear. Is we have to get rid of the idols. Noah, one about the things yet not seen, in holy fear he responded. There is a church that God has departed from as we continue to look into Agar chapter 2. There is a glory of a church, hallelujah, that has been, that has been rejected, that has come to an end. That glory has faded. It is Ichabod. There is a new house the Lord is building for himself. And the Lord is pointing his people to us. And you have to journey there. And um, for you to get to that house, everything that is of the flesh, everything that is of your own idea, everything that is of your own agenda, everything that looks like Babylon, everything that looks like Egypt, everything that looks like the Assyrian, everything that looks like Pharaoh must not be found. The accursed thing must not be found with you. Rachel, she wanted to journey on. To the promise to the covenant but she stole she took one off our father's god rachel is a type of a church she's in covenant with the israel of god but her life is still hidden with idols her life she still loved the things of the world and she stole, amen, one of the gods that the father depend on for prosperity. Yet, like I said yesterday and two days ago, the Lord already gave, amen, Jacob the key to prosperity. The Lord already gave Jacob, hallelujah, the, the technology, amen, of, of, of financial increase, amen, of, 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 of abundance. The Lord already gave Jacob that. So, J Rachel, why would you not trust, amen, the vision, the direction? The leading, the, the, the capacity, the philosophy God gave your husband. No, because she's afraid. Because she's afraid. Listen to this. Because she's afraid all right, that Jacob will not be able to take care of her. So in case Jacob can't take care of me, I better take this. You know, back in those days, those guys, they have all kinds of gods, you know. There's a God of fertility. There's a God of, you know, all kinds of things. So she took one of the God 
that the father depends on. That's why the man was angry. Laban did not pursue Jacob because of Leon and Rachel. He pursued Jacob because of <laughs> that God. That's the God he depends on. Are you getting this, friends? Now, Rachel stole that God. No. The man chased them. <laughs> no, I'm not going to allow you. <laughs> Do you have faith to journey with God into this next reality? Can you trust God to provide for you? Can you trust God, hallelujah, to, to lead you, to guide you, to instruct you, to bring you in? He, listen, if he brings you out, he will bring you in. If he has brought you out of amen, an order, a system, a day that he defines. Listen, it was not Abraham that decided, well, 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 um, I think I'm tired of my father's house. I need, I need to move on, you know. It was God who said, Abraham, leave your father's house. God must, God, God must have seen something that, you know, is not aligned, that, that will not, I mean, for, for, for all I care, God could use Abraham, amen, where he, where he was, amen, in his father's house to do what he will, you know, God will have him do. But God says, no, 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 in his own wisdom, he said, no, you've got to leave. You know, it is the wisdom of God that sometimes say to us, leave that place. And yes, you've got to leave that place. Listen to this. People don't have to have an issue with their pastor. For God to say it's time for you to leave. We've got to mature. The body of Christ needs to mature out of this ungodly, immature attitude. That when people want to leave, we, 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 start, we, 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 we start fighting them. We start threatening them. Uh, if you go, you're not going to prosper. Excuse me, are you their God? Are you the one who called them? There's so many people today afraid of what men of God have said, of what somebody said to them. You know, that man, I'm, I've met people who say, that man cursed me, that if I go, this is what's going to happen to me. I said to them, go back and tell the man that I, Isaiah Phillips, Akintala, say, he's a liar. And if he has any issue, he should come and meet me. Then, then let's take it to the place where, you know, we'll be able to challenge each other in the things of the spirit. I am fed up of that kind of a thing. I left a whole work God has committed into my hand. I left it. I left it to come to this nation. I left the entire church. Everything. I didn't, I didn't touch nothing. When we build for self, we'll be afraid to let people go. Say so Whatever we build, we should build it as unto the Lord. You see, because those little, little things are the little foxes eh, that spoils the vine. The heart to which we build. You know, years ago, I read a story about a guy called Max Lucado. I, I'm not sure if you've heard of him. Max Lucado built one of the, you know, one of the nicest church in America. One day the Lord spoke to Max Lucado, you've got to walk out of this church. I need you to do, go do something else for me. And he walked away. That's it. <laughs> dangerous man people are walking with God we see this is we don't build to own when we build to own we will become slaves of what we have built when we build to own we will become slaves of what we have built and we will never touch the next dimension in God you have received your reward 
You see, that's why everything that I'm building, I, I don't, I don't, I don't own it. I told you a few days ago, the Lord told me all those materials you've been keeping for a while now. I need you to start releasing. So I'm just creating a, a, an avenue to release these things because they are spiritual revenue for us. Look at all the materials that we've written that we, we're giving it free. We never charge nobody. Why? Why? Because the Lord is the one, amen, who rewards. He said, I will cause you to reap where you have not sown. There is a heart that the Lord is looking for that will allow the things of God to accelerate in the earth. One of the reasons why things are the way they are today in the earth is because of how we have handled the things of God, the kind of heart, all right? Men, men that have become demigods. It's time to change. If God is ever going to use us in this season, we have to change. Listen to this. It's not your problem to change the wine. No, no. It's, that's not your duty. Your duty is to change the wine scheme. It is God that will pour the wine. Amen. But he's going to pour, amen, that wine, amen, into the wine scheme that is met, that is ready, meet for the master's use. We've been talking about that. If a man will purge himself from these things, he will be a vessel, meet, prepare, ready for the master's use. Don't pray. Don't pray for anointing. No, no, no. Pray for your transformation, for your reformation. Don't say, God, anoint me. No. God, cleanse me. When you become holy, when you become righteous, when you align to his standard, when you, when you are pure and clean, he will pour himself into you. And I used to say, when they say, ah, God said in the book of Job, in the last day he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. I said, it is the flesh that is ready to receive. <laughs> it is the flesh that is ready to receive him. Are you ready to house God? Can you contain him? It's easy to say, in the last day, God will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Oh yeah, thank God for that. That is one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is, are you ready to receive the outpour? Are you ready? I hope you understand that the outpouring of the spirit of God is not the anointing. It is the nature of God. The spirit of God is his nature. The spirit of God is his life. It is the, it is the life and the nature of God that produces the anointing, if that's what you want. But the anointing is not going to be poured into hallelujah, a deformed, corrupt character. No, it's not going to happen. That's why these guys are going to all kinds of places, connecting with all kinds of powers, all kinds of witches and wizards. They get all kinds, wearing all kinds of rings. And they call it an anointing. They call it ah, the man of God has power. He has no power. Let him remove the ring. We know where they go to. We know what they do. Let no nobody come and deceive you. There is a price to pay. You want to touch God? There is a price to pay. The things of God are not cheap. Your salvation is cheap, but your redemption, listen to this. If you want to be if you want to enter into that dimension of a life where you become a worthy vessel, meet for the man. Ah, you will die. You will die several times. <laughs> After you die, they will slap you again. You will see. You say you are dead. Huh? They will call somebody and say, come, give this guy a good slap on the face. Let's see <laughs> if he's going to respond. They give you a good one. Why? You say, hallelujah, I'm dead. They say, from the, from the other side, give him another one. Why? The guy say, hi, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I can't take this. 
you start flexing your muscle, they say, you see, it's not dead. It's just comatose. They give you another three years to take the journey of death. Forty years they gave to Moses after he thought he was ready. I used to know, I used to know a brother. He would say, no, me, I have died. I, 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 I served my process. I served my process. I, I've, God, 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 God has taken me through challenges in life. I served my process. Now, I said, the fact that you are saying you serve your process means you have not even served your process. Because easy, when you are dead, it's not you that will be announcing that I'm dead. It is people that will be saying, that guy is a dead man. <laughs> dead people don't talk. Dead people don't boast of their process of death. If you are truly dead, you are... <laughs> oh, come on, friends. Are you, are you getting what we're talking about? If you're truly dead, you're not the one that will be boasting and announcing your death. Have you noticed that when you, when you die, there are people that will bury you? Have you noticed that when, when you say you want to die, they will have to crucify you? Have you noticed that you can't crucify yourself? Have you noticed that when you die, you, you cannot resurrect yourself? Only God can resurrect you. <laughs> so stop lying and deceiving yourself. Live in the, in, the, in the delusion. You say you are dead, but you're not dead. Because all the things that you're doing are stinky. They are, they are, they are, they are reflection, amen, of, of a tomb, of a burial ground. Let me read a scripture. John chapter 5 verse 21. Little children, keep yourself from idols. Little children, keep yourself from idols. The verse 21 of that scripture says, And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us the spirit of understanding. Remember, I always say understanding is a spirit. It's not a fact that you come into because you made some investigation. Understanding is the spirit, is a reflection of the spirit of Christ at work. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know are you seeing the keyword? It's no revelation, insight. When you know, you produce, you give birth. And we know, and we know him who is true. And we know him who is true. And we are in him who is true. In his son, Jesus Christ. He is the, he is the true God and the eternal life and the eternal life. And God's eternal life. Then he went. Then he said, little children. So what are you talking about? If you cannot keep yourself from idol. If you don't have a, a revelation. Amen. Of Jesus Christ. The eternal one. The eternal life. If you don't know. If you don't have understanding. About the things of life. If you don't, if you don't have understanding. About amen, the concept of wealth. The concept amen, of identity. If you don't have an understanding. Guess what? You are going to be pursuing idols. And this is the reason why I made that statement. Was it yesterday or two days ago? You know, in relating to Trevor Noah. I mean, making jest of Jesus Christ. Making fun of Jesus Christ. 
And I said, it's because he didn't know. He has no understanding. All right? It's a small boy who, who came among, you know, some guys who thought, well, because now I can play long tennis or whatever it is with Bill Gates, you, you can make jest of Jesus Christ. No, the guy sold his soul. You, you, you make jest of the things, of a sacred thing. No, it's because he's blind. He's still a child. Somebody needs to, you know, call him and, and you know, and give him a hiding and let him understand. But you see, because he, ha he, he, lack, he lack understanding. When we lack understanding, we pursue things that we're not supposed to pursue. We, we, we go for things that will later, you understand, destroy us. That will later become an hindrance to our advancement. When we lack understanding, we're like children, all right? Who cannot see beyond, all right, their nose? We just want it. Just give it to me. Just give it to me. Just give it to me. It was lack of, the, of understanding that made Rachel to think, ah, let, me, let me take this thing. Let me take this thing. At least this thing is going to protect us, going to provide for us. <laughs> you know, the Bible talk about Ezra. After the king had, you know, given Ezra the, 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 the you know, all that he needed for, you know, for the rebuilding of, of, the, of, the, of the temple and the altar in Jerusalem. Ezra made a statement. He, he knew that in their journey, all right, there are bandits, there are criminals on the road. He knew that they are going to suffer all kinds of attack. He says, he said, but I was afraid to go back and tell the king that I need, I need security because I had already boasted of my God to the king. So he said, because of that, I'm not going to go to the king to ask for security. I said, what? This guy has got sight. You see, there are certain things that you know that you have to let God defend himself because you know it. And this, these are the kind of amen, leadership we need in our day. That, you know, it's not how you dress that proves that you have arrived. No, no, no. No, no. It's not what you think you acquire, you accumulate, all right, that suddenly gives you a leverage before certain people. No, 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 no. It is something that you carry on the inside. I thank God today that what is announcing me, Isaiah Phillips, amen, are not material things. In fact, I don't have them. <laughs> all right. It is what I carry on the inside. There are things that I know that you can't take from me. And we know. When you know certain things, he said, let him who boasts, amen, boast in this. Don't boast, amen, in your wealth. Don't boast in your riches. Don't boast in your strength, amen. Don't boast in your connection. He said, if you are going to boast, boast in this, that you know and you understand my ways. Now you know me, you understand my ways. What do we know? I'm talking about transition and transgenerational shift heaven is bringing us where we are we're being we're being we're being brought out of amen our father's house there's a generational shift something is shifting but in the shift you don't want to bring the old to pollute the new you don't want to connect hallelujah that which you suffer that which you went through amen and bring that amen to pollute the new generation god is beginning with your children you want to break that thing you want to put a stop to that thing you want to enter into a new dimension of identity you want a nature change you want your name change you don't want that bloodline again, no. You don't want that flow again. You don't want that hocus pocus again, no. You don't want that religious spirit again, no, no. You, he said, leave your father's house to a land. Go to a land I'm going to show you. 
Why does he say I'm going to show you? Because he doesn't want to give you. He doesn't want you to develop a sense of a false hope. You have to depend on him. I'm the one showing you. They didn't name the place for him. They didn't give him the signpost of the place. Follow me. I'll take you there. That's our journey. That's our walk. All right. If I say now we're going to, you know, Cape Town. We're going to, you know, Johannesburg. Oh, well. <laughs> you already have an idea of how to get to Johannesburg. But when I say follow me, we're going there. You say where is there? <laughs> Where are we going? See, that's human being. We don't like uncertainty. <laughs> Nobody likes uncertainty. Where are we going? No, we're going there. When the Lord said to Abraham, take your son, amen, to one of, you know, to, to, to the land of Moriah, to one of the mountains. They didn't show him the mountain. They didn't tell him the mountain. They just said one of the mountains. But they told him, it's, yes, you're going, you're going to a, a location, to Moriah, all right, but one of the mountains. So you, you start looking, okay, which mountain? Which, which mountain? Because listen to this. You can't sacrifice anywhere. When it comes to God, you can't just do the sacrifice. And it has to be the mountain he has chosen. And he's the one leading us. I told you about the ark. These are principles that God is giving to us. In the technology of the ark, when we build the ark in accordance to his desire, design, listen to this, the ark knows where to lead us to. Have you noticed that, you know, Noah wasn't, Noah had no GPS. There was nothing that said Noah knew where he was going. No. <laughs> Come on. I said there was nothing that tells us in the scripture that Noah knew where he was going. No, he didn't know. The ark was just for them to enter. It was God to lead them to the place he has ordained for them. You didn't get that. The ark was a security for them in the time of the flood. Amen. But the ark left where they were to another dimension called Mount Ararat. Are you getting what the Spirit of God is saying? Because I'm trying to round up amen, this afternoon. Listen, in the old quagmire and challenges that is happening, the ark is going to lead you and I, hallelujah, to Ararat. To the highest mountain, to the highest peak, to the place where we will be engaging, hallelujah, in, in, in favor, in goodness, where we will be, we will be the one resourcing the nation. The Mount Ararat is a place where we're going to flow down. So don't be afraid. And I'm connecting this right now as I try to round up all right, to the concept of, you know, the kingdom economy. When we live and we follow and we discard the things that amen, are, not, are not aligned, that are not you know, accepted, okay, then we are ready to allow the Spirit of God to lead us. And I tell you, wherever He leads us, there is an economy, there is a, there is a system of provision amen, that He has ordained for us there. So we need not to worry. We need to stand in faith. We need to stand in trust. We need to strand in truth. We need to stand earlier in confidence knowing that the spirit of the Lord is leading us to as many that are led by the spirit of God. All right, The spirit of God is leading us to a place that God has ordained. The spirit of God is leading us to a place earlier in this new order, in this next move, in this thing that is happening in the earth. God is leading his people. Just let the spirit lead you. Just let the wind carry you. Just let the same flood of destruction carry you. 
you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna highlight in a place called Ararat. It's a beautiful place. I told you it was yesterday. God has His own economic system. He said to Abraham, excuse me, to Noah, pick the animal two by two. See, God, God is God is very strategic. He knew that they would, in the next dimension, in the next, you know, season of, of, of opening the ark, he knew, amen, that there must be, productivity must continue. He knew that. That's why when you pray, you can, you can use this principle and say, Lord, this is, these are the things that you did. He said, remind me of these things. When you are engaging God, you are engaging from this understanding. Lord, I thank you. If you can bless the animal, if you can multiply the animals, if you can, if, if you can, if you can, if you can give the animal the capacity for multiplication after destruction, if you can give the animal redemption, how, mu how much more us humans, sons of God we are. We thank you, Father, that you're providing. Thank you, Lord, for increase. You continue to engage him. You continue to proclaim and declare, hallelujah, his, 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 his abundance in your life. Not just for your sake, but for the sake, amen, of, of the creation of, of the people, amen, that are around you. Remember when God blesses you, he blesses you because of the people around you. He didn't bless you for you. God is transgenerational in his blessing. When God blesses you, he thinks of, he thinks of the, the third and the fourth generation. Come on. You didn't hear me. I said when God blesses you, he's thinking of the third and the fourth generation. That's how God moves. God moves, amen, in, 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 in generations. I put an end to an ungodly generation in my family. I opened the door of a new generation. I've, I'm, I'm, I've opened a new door earlier of a new move of God, of a new generation to the body of Christ. Those of us that are connected to our spiritual loins, all right? you are of the seed of a new generation, a new vision, a new identity, a new posture, a new belief system, a new culture. You have moved out of amen, the wrong realities of your past called your father's house. Remember, that's where you came from. You can't run from the identity, but they can, they can change, hallelujah, that identity in your life. Alright? Yes. Every one of us has a place of birth, but our place of birth does not define our location in the things of God. That's why I'm not disenfranchised as an Nigerian. No. They might be, oh, he's a Nigerian. I said, well, wait, wait a minute. Wait. Come on. Wait. You're going to see. I'm not one of those. <laughs> in, in, in my country, we, we are the jewels of the land. I'm here to bless the land. You remove me from the land to your detriment. <laughs> That's how it is. Everywhere we go, we live a blessing there. We live a baraka there. We live a baraka there. We live the blessings of God there. Everywhere we go, everywhere I go, I live a blessing there. Even where people don't want me, I still live a blessing there. That's who we are. We carry something. We carry an identity. We carry earlier the, 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 the seal, the, the signet ring of heaven, the seal of heaven. We carry it everywhere we go. We do good. Regardless of where I was born. So if you look at me and say, oh, this guy's a Nigerian. 
you'll be shooting yourself at the foot because <laughs> you'll be able to you'll be able to enter into the blessing if you're looking at me and say oh this guy is a black this guy is this this guy you know all those prejudice that that we, we that blind us from entering the things of god it will hinder you i'm here to be a blessing to this nation i'm i'm a blessing to my generation my my generation rejoices that I, amen for the fact that i was born i'm a blessing so are you i believe so so are you a blessing to your generation so must you be amen, a reflection of the goodness of god hallelujah to your generation to your family everywhere you go people must see that you carry the life of god that you are not listen when people talk about the church yes they may want to refer you to your, your old where you came from but you need to remind them that you're from a different order when you open your mouth, they say, but are you not one of them? No, 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 I'm not one of them. The Bible declared, and they, and they were called first in Antioch, Christians. They said, but these guys are unlearned. But they've been with Jesus. That's the difference. That's what makes the difference. <laughs> they've been with Jesus. I told you, there's something called the transference of spirit. If you stay long, long enough with Jesus, you will look like him. You will talk like him. You will speak like him. You will smell like him. You will see like him. Come on. You will speak like him. Your life will become his extension. When you stay long enough, hallelujah, with somebody who carries positive influence, before you know it, your life will begin to reflect positivity. Evil communication corrupts good manner. You don't want to connect to that which amen, is discarded. I can assure you, if you connect with me, I'm not boasting. If you connect with me, you will prosper. Because everything about my life is a reflection of blessing and favor. There's no cause in my life. I don't allow it. There is no failure around me. I don't allow it. There is no lack around me. I don't allow it. Come on. There is no confusion around me. All around me is light, hallelujah, and, and eyes. I walk in the same grace in the spirit of the of, 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 of the cherubims. Come on. We walk in dimensions. Are you seeing? When I walk in the prophetic, I say, wow, this guy's a prophet. Tomorrow you're gonna see. I'm gonna be functioning in the capacity of an apostle. They say, but I, but I, but I thought you <laughs> you see, you we've gone beyond, we've gone beyond titus, we've gone beyond gift. We live in the day of the of expressing the life, of expressing the light, of expressing that which is pointing to. If he says I need craftsmen in that field, in that city, we will go there and build him craftsmen. We will go there and fashion weapon, we will go there earlier and fashion instruments, amen, for agriculture. And the day he wants us to function, amen, from one who would download revelation from heaven, we will wear the cloak, hallelujah, of a prophet. And we will speak, hallelujah, and we will mount our place, our, our position on the wall as intercessor. It's our perpetual position, hallelujah. When we're supposed to war and, and, and bring a people into the next reality, we will take our position, hallelujah, with governmental authority and make decrees and begin to shift things in the spirit, hallelujah. We are dimensional people, hallelujah. We have four-faced reality, yet we have one spirit. We're not dual, but we have amen, dimensions within our life that expresses what God de desire and demand at every season. That's who we are.
That's who we are. That's the cherubim. They've got sight. They've got dimensions. Hallelujah. Unique, unique life. Unique images. Yet reflecting. Hallelujah. The eternal counsel of God. They all fly amen, in various dimensions of their expression. Yet moving towards one place in God. It's called the ministry of the cherubim. That is where God meets with us. He says, where the wings of the cherubim, that's where I'm going to meet with you. It's from there I'm going to speak to you. Know, you know to you it's from there i'm gonna bring you into the, the the nymphos the reality of what i'm doing in the earth there is a place that god is speaking from that's the place we live we are craftsmen we are carpenters yeah we are prophets we are intercessors yet we're warriors we are we are government hallelujah uh, 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 representatives we represent the government of god yet we are fathers and mothers in the earth we're not disenfranchised we're not disadvantaged we're sons of god yet yet we are fathers in the earth are you getting this friends so i want us to understand the spirit of god is doing a new thing in our day heaven is bring us bringing us into the realm called baraka it's called the realm of the blessing Heaven is bringing us into the place called the Baraka. And because we reflect the blessings of God, we will show forth earlier that blessing in every dimension of human life. It's not a day, amen, for death. It's not a day for disease. It's not a day, hallelujah, to chicken out, to give up. No, it's a day to raise the standard. It's a day to stop the plague. It's a day where we are rising up with insects, hallelujah. Moses said, Aaron, get the insects. Get, get, get the insects. Get the fire, hallelujah. Go stand between the living and the dead. And that's what we are doing. As we do that, we bring an end to the plague. As we bring an end to the plague, we open a new portal, hallelujah, and we proclaim the blessings of God upon the people of God. That in our day, it shall not be said, hallelujah, that the earth does not know what to do. No, we are standing up and we are making the glory of God visible in the earth again. The knowledge of his glory, hallelujah, is covering the earth as the water covers the sea. This is the day of the Lord. Is the day of the rising up. Is the day of resurrection. Is the day of the proclamation, hallelujah, of the sons of God. Is the day of advancement. Is the day of taking over. Is the day of the building, hallelujah, of the ark of God. Is the day, amen, where the mountain of the house of God is being elevated is becoming visible nations are trooping they are coming hallelujah nations are coming to us they are seeing the glory of god the glory of this house is is being proclaimed and being declared to be greater than that of the former we're speaking this word we're proclaiming it into the spiritual atmosphere we are we are reinventing we are redesigning the atmosphere we are engaging with the powers of darkness. And we are, co we are commanding them to give way. We have become the principality over the realm that God has given unto us. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. From there, we execute the judgment that is written. From there, we speak life to nations, to cities. Hallelujah. From there, we, we govern. From there, we administrate. Hallelujah. The authority of Christ in the earth. From there, we deploy. Hallelujah. Troops. In warfare, from there we plunge. From there we bring in the harvest. 
From there, we plunder the works of the enemy. Come on, friends. Are you getting this, friends? As we round up, I just want to encourage us. Let's begin to see what the Lord will have us see. Let's begin to proclaim what the Lord will have us proclaim. Once again, let's take the, 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 the principle of, Eli, of, of Elijah. He stood. He took his place. He took his position. His head between his two knees. He continued to engage in the spirit. Hallelujah. What is he doing? He's forming the cloud. He's gathering the cloud. He's gathering the cloud. Hallelujah. When you start, you may not see anything. But there's a shift taking place. They say from the day you began to pray. From the day, hallelujah, you took this thing upon your heart and you began to pray. God has answered. So why did it take 21 days for the, you know, for the, for the answer to return? He said because there's a principality that you that had to engage with. Come on. Our battle is not flesh and blood. We are warring over the soul of the nations. Not just over the soul of South Africa. We are warring over the soul of this generation. And we can take the land. Let me, let me round up with this scripture that I had in mind. We're going to round up with this scripture. While I'm on this, the Lord just dropped this scripture back to my mind. In fact, I was almost rounding up without looking at it. Numbers 13. Talking about vision. Numbers 13. And the Lord said, and the Lord, and the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, send, send thou men. I'm reading from the old King James. Send thou men that they may search the land of Cana. Which, which I gave unto the children of Israel. God, God already gave the land. Come on. God already, God has already given us the land. God already has given us South Africa. God has already given us America. God has already given us amen, Europe. God has already given us the, the AU. Whatever name, name they call it. God has already given us amen, the Sadek region. God has already given us the continent. He said, which I have already given to them. God is just setting strategy, amen, of possession in place. So he said, get, get men, get 12 guys who will go, amen, and spy the land. Which I gave unto the children of Israel of every, of every tribe of their father. Listen, he said, send, send ye a man of every, of everyone, a ruler among them. These were leaders. The days, hallelujah, that we have come into demands that, amen, we raise leaders who have the visionary spirit to engage and to take possession of that which God has given unto us. Unfortunately, these guys, they went, they saw, and they came back, amen, with the wrong vision. They came back with the wrong belief. They came back, hallelujah, with the wrong message. They said, we, we saw the land. It's a good land. In fact, here are the produce of the land. But guess what? We can't take the land because we look like grasshopper before them. This is the problem that we are dealing with in our day. We need a new order of men and women, hallelujah, who God has, has, has walked upon, whom God, hallelujah, has recalibrated their side. We need a new order of men, hallelujah, who have gone through the hands of craftsmen, who have been fashioned in the fire of the spirit, who have been baptized, amen, with the vision of a new day. We need a new order of a church, hallelujah, that has been delivered from its 
father's house that has come into the house of the father that has come into the day hallelujah where vision has become the default reality of our position this is what the spirit of god is saying we need leaders in our day who can go and begin to look at things and say we are able i love nehemiah in the midst of the ruin in the midst of the ruin, in the midst of the bound gate, in the midst of the broken walls, hallelujah. In the night he took his journey. He began to, uh, 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 you know, you know, uh, access the land. He began to, you know, look at how things are. He began to understand, amen, what was destroyed, how things are. He, 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 he took a good survey of everything, hallelujah. He had a clear understanding. This is a guy who understands how to engage via strategy. Neymar was not fixative on, you know, the bond gate. He wasn't looking at the oh God, this way for they've destroyed. Uh, uh, uh. He had a strategy. You know what? He had prayed up four months of prayer. Four months of prayer had cooked him up, had prepared him. Four months of prayer. The king had given him resources. The king had given him access. Go, get whatever you need. Come on, Salabayando. The king is giving us what is going to need what we need to restore to rebuild hallelujah that which has been burned down that which has been destroyed i hear the spirit of god say this is the day where you will be favored some of us they will call us and say we know that you have what it takes here are resources please help us to restore help us to rebuild help us give us you know direction it's gonna happen listen to this friends we have to take the posture of one amen that is responsible i say we have to take the posture of people that are responsible we've got to be responsible i say we are the government that the government are waiting for we are the light amen that the government are waiting for we are the solution the solution is not in the imf the solution is not in the world bank the solution will never be china no we are the solution earlier we are the we are the light amen we are the one that heaven amen is leading and pushing forth amen that will bring forth a new day we are the one we will saturate hallelujah the atmosphere we will saturate amen the climate we will saturate amen our our world amen with enough cloud as the, as we form and shape cloud it's gonna rain it's gonna rain it's gonna rain they say go check the guy says sir nothing he said go again he continued go again he said nothing i see nothing he said go again La Baba Shayanda. go again the lord spoke to me something is about to happen listen it took a man to shut the heaven it's going to take a man to open it back Sayando. go again go look at the cloud something is happening the guy came and says sir, i see nothing he said go again that that doggedness that never say die attitude you continue you continue you will make mention of the lord give yourself no rest and give him no rest until until you continue to engage go again <laughs> the guy came back by the seventh day he says sir <laughs> something is happening i see the cloud gad gathering and forming like the hand of a man he says enough <laughs> that's enough that is enough to do to 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 do havoc that is enough earlier to advance that is enough to bring forth Ab, get into your chariot it's about to rain we proclaim it it's about to rain upon you south africa we decree it it's about to rain upon you south africa this is not the day of death it's not the day of plague 
It's not the day of, of economic suicide. It's not a day where China rule takes over. It's not a day where some ungodly, perverted, wicked city or nation hallelujah, will take amen, the destiny of that. No, we rise up. We are forming. Listen, friends. Rain, rain, rain is symbolic of heaven's economy. That's why these people, they will do all kinds of things and go pray to all kinds of God. Go pray to Baal just for rain. <laughs> you know why God brought a judgment of, of, you know, of drought to the land of Israel? Because the people were depending on Baal, the God of rain. <laughs> no rain. Baal has been judged. Rain will come when we say it will come. Elijah, a man just like us, just like us, just like us. James says, he's a man just like us. He prayed that there would not be rain and there was no rain. And he prayed again. Prayer is the key. It's a new day, friends. It's a new day. And we rejoice in this new day. We rejoice in what the Spirit of God is saying. We rejoice in the directions and in the directives of the Spirit. We take our place and we proclaim upon the land, let it rain. Let the economy of God begin to move, begin to shift, amen, the, 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 the economy of the world system that have failed. Let the world know that this is God because that's what God wants to do. He wants them to know, he wants them to know that I am the one who has provided. I am the God of the rain, not Baal. God have judged their bull. Have you seen how all their bulls in front of amen, the JSCs have collapsed? God have judged them. It's a new day. And we take our place in the name of the Lord. We take our place this day and we proclaim, God, may your mercy fall upon our land. May your goodness fall upon our nation. Grant us, O oh God, favor. Show us mercy, O oh God. Mercy and truth have met each other. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. It's a brand new day, Father. Have mercy on us. We have left our Father's house and we have rejected the accosting. We have refused the idols. We refuse, oh God, after victory to go back to the same mess in our father's house. No. We declare that we are the door of a new day. Thank you Lord that this act has brought us into a new day. Into a new season. The church of the third day is coming out of the ark. We are that order of a people. The Noah's generation. We are birthing. We are bringing forth new life in the earth. Thank you, Spirit of God, that your mercy is leading and, in, and is guiding us. We bless you, Father. Because of our prayer, because of the prayer of the saints, you will heal the land. He said, if, if my people who are called by my name will turn away from their pride, will turn away from their wickedness, will divorce themselves from the ways of this, of this world. 
and focus on you. He said you will hear from heaven. You will heal their land. We represent our land. We represent our continent. We represent our generation. We ask you, Father, this day that we are the representative of the church, the body of Christ. We are the seed of a new day. Have mercy on us. Show us mercy, O oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Show us mercy, O oh God. Reveal your glory to us. Reveal your power to us. Reveal your desire to us. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I just picked this song in my spirit. I'm just going to play it now. And we'll be gone. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. The song is taken from Psalm 143. Mercy. Hallelujah. The darkness surrounds me now. Oh, hallelujah. I just sense that song in my spirit. And I can continue to play it because of, you know, the copyright issue. But if you want to listen to it, I can send you the link. Beautiful song. Mac Baldwin. is written by Mac Baldwin. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Thank you guys. Uh, we we want to thank God for what the Spirit of the Lord has done today. May He continue to show us mercy. May He continue to reveal His glory and His goodness to us. I want to thank you for these three days of a marathon preaching. I think I'm done with this message. We can uh, look into something else. We can continue our prophetic school and some other thing. But I, I believe the Lord really has moved on our behalf and we want to thank God for it. So thank you, everyone. Of course, we will be you, you'll be having the audio. So you know, in the next uh, half an hour, you should be able to have the audio. The video is there. Please try as much as possible. Share the link with friends, people. Amen. Let them know this is what God is doing. Amen. And let's continue to proclaim and declare this truth as we press further. And let's continue to pray for our, our leaders. Let's ask for guidance and direction. All right. So they will not, you know, do things out of fear and make decisions out of fear. Amen. Father, we thank you once again for your move over our nation, over our land. Thank you for your goodness and love. Thank you, Lord, that you will continue to guide the heart of our leaders and everyone, oh God, who are in charge of bringing, oh God, the nation to the next level in terms of policies and politics and all of that. But we thank you, Lord, that you are in charge. We give you glory. Thank you for answering our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you so much, everyone. Sister Diony, thank you so much for connecting. 
appreciate it sister tina thank you so very much god bless you brother derek thank you so much we appreciate it i'm gonna read all oh my, thank you so much uh, my dear uh, uh, man of god uh, uh, pastor tao uh, demola thank you for co connecting really appreciate it thank you so very much really appreciate it uh, brother melvin thank you so much god bless you amen my dear brother Gila, thank you it's always nice to have you connect thank you sir thank you for connecting who else brother steve steven thank you so much for connecting we really appreciate it thank you who else is there thank you everyone for connecting particularly those who are connecting who you know watch and listen to our broadcast but most time i don't get to see them or i really appreciate you so if you're listening to me thank you god bless you may god continue to perfect his work and his counsel in your life may we may we continue to move further amen into god's prophetic intention may you continue to bless your household and may you continue to guide you and protect you may you not walk outside his will may you continue to live amen in the narrow part of the spirit that his divine blessing and protection will continue to guide you. God bless you all. Have yourself a wonderful afternoon. Bye-bye.